Hey, welcome into Neutral Zone. Glad to be back in the saddle with Aaron Burkholz. You got the clone right here, and it's always great. It's been a long time yeah. since we've uh, got to come in here post-Tennessee victory over Florida Gators, but uh, that is the case, and we are happy, uh, as are many people on uh, Rocky Top this morning. Good Sunday morning. Welcome in to another edition, uh, a glorious edition of Neutral Zone. We're going to recap a lot of this. we got a lot to talk about. Uh, big shout out to Aaron and Bob for uh, filling in for me last week. Yeah. Uh, well, I had the toes in the, my toes in the sand and, yeah. uh, and enjoying uh, sunny Florida, hot sunny Florida. Uh, it was great. Great, great to be away, but gra- uh, great to be back in uh, Tennessee being 4-0, Aaron. It yeah. feels great, doesn't I mean, it? It's good, man. I don't know. And all the time I've been with you. We haven't been four and Well, what first uh, first time since uh, sixteen, sixteen, and only t- the second time in eighteen years. Yep, uh, it's in, it's uh, unbelievable. And Coach Heupel, uh, you know, just talking about it last night post game, his comments were uh, were just spot on. What a great environment! Said it's the best college football environment he's ever been a part of. And listen, I mean he. He's come from a very strong, tradition-rich program in Oklahoma, and and yep. you just everything you hear from the guy seems genuine. That's not something he's just gonna throw uh, throw on the camera for attention. He loves it here. We love him. Let's get a defensive. Let's get. <laughs> let's ramp up the defensive uh, recruiting, and this team and this staff could do some really special things. We're we're finding out. Huge, huge weekend of college football. Lots of uh, lots of good games. Tennessee should be. We'll say should be. They were knocking on the door for the top ten. Came into that game 11th ranked in the country, playing the 20th ranked team in Florida. Tennessee could have won that game certainly more handedly, but yeah. it is what it is. A win is a win. Florida gets the... Uh, I guess the backdoor cover for your Vegas, uh, for the Vegas folks, but still a W is a W. Yep. If it just feels great, it feels great to be a Tennessee Vault. Yeah, that's what Pat kept saying yesterday morning. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's right. It's uh, listen. It it's it's just a great time. You can hear it in our voices. We love uh, beating Florida. You got a, a huge matchup in two weeks. I, I said it earlier in the year. I love the way this schedule, not not necessarily the next three or four opponents, but the way we get a break in the schedule. And this was by no stretch was I throwing in the towel and conceding a loss to Alabama and Georgia. But just being realistic here. Those were two on the schedule. I, I still feel firmly that we we can be competitive in those games, but likelihood is we lose those games. Hey, you never know. Right. You never know. College football's been wacky. It's been crazy. I I, I called uh, called for the uh, upset last night uh, or yesterday rather with well I guess it was yesterday evening uh, with. Uh, Oklahoma losing. Yep. I had that on the winners and losers uh, podcast, but you know, again, that you know, a squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. I think I was one and two on those <laughs> plays yesterday. So, um, but anyways, Kansas State. Uh, that was the pick I had yesterday, 
And I liked Wake Forest catching all the points. Boy, Clemson really what had to win Just the du- double them. overtime. Yeah, save themselves for sure. Yeah. So Clemson's still undefeated. I think they'll probably be ranked uh, fourth now. I don't know. I don't know where it is. But Tennessee certainly will be a top ten team now. You get a week off. I, Aaron, I love that we get a week off before we go down to the bayou. Yep, I'm with you on that. I mean, you need time to get healthy. And LSU still got to play Auburn at Auburn. So Yeah, and I think bigger than any the, – the, the big reason I like that is – and I said it coming in – with the anticipation and the expectation of beating Florida – you, you want to have that week off to kind of get yourself back together. You're coming yeah. off of this humongous high, and you don't want to be – you don't want to be – Still celebrating and still thinking yeah. about it. You're reading all the set all the clippings. We're top time. ten in the country. Yeah, you're 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 set up for a a a massive letdown potentially. So I like having that week off. It allows another week to get Tillman healthy. Yep. And I, I listen. I'll tell you what. You you called it. I think you certainly one of the first I saw that was was talking about the impact. Brew McCoy and just wearing that fifteen on the jersey. Oh yeah, man. Fifteen, you know, is going to have some dog in them, especially playing the wide receiver position. I, I, okay, I'm, if I'm going to if I'm going to nitpick a little bit, I would still say he needs to. They need to find a way on like on those short screens. They need to get the ball in his hands. He does not go down on first contact. No, he doesn't. He is a. I would throw those. All day long. I mean, certainly he can get he can get you know separate and go over the top. But I would love I love the fact that he really stepped up. Some of the tight ends. I mean, sure there was the the punch out the and then there was the drop. Now the now the throw down I mean, there in the first half by Hooker behind the tight end. Yeah, where he's wide that's, open. That's what I was gonna say. Is yeah. <clears throat> Warren probably wouldn't have fumbled that ball. I think he probably would have. I think he would have separated and maybe even scored right there. Yeah. Warren's Warren's quicker. Must yeah, of all most, of them, most likely. But yeah. also, when he did come in, Hooker's two throws to him that I saw missed him. He yeah. was behind him both times. And yeah. That one where he was actually a little in front of him. Yeah. He's very lucky that that corner didn't have an extra step on Jacob or that was going the other way. Going the other way. This uh, we, listen, we've already uh. We're already diving into the uh, Vol Market Number Three Western Avenue, right there at 3400 Block Western Avenue. It is part of the Vol Boys Incorporation. They uh, they get it done. They're fueling this uh, Vol recap, courtesy of Storm and Norman's Iced Tea. Great hot dogs, great food on the grill. You can get breakfast stuff. You can get I mean whatever you want. They'll be back there just making like breakfast hash and just throwing scrambling whatever. They'll also, uh, don't forget, the Thursday, Spaghetti Thursday, unbelievable food there. They make a great, great batch of spaghetti. Get by there, check it out. <clears throat> Never know who you're going to see there all the time. You, uh, you'll see uh, the J-Train, Jabari Davis in there. The the gator killer. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, see, you never know. A lot of lot of lot of famous local celebrities as well. But uh, Vol Market number three making it possible. So we we sort of touched on Georgia. I thought looked a little not so much. Kent State's was it was very opportunistic. Uh, three turnovers Still, by Georgia. Kent State. And they, they played way too close. Yeah, they did. Uh, Georgia 
had two turnovers in the first half, and that game was way closer than anyone expected. Uh, just going down through Michigan, uh, had some struggles with Maryland. And traditionally, like the last six matchups there, I believe Michigan was average victory was by like 15 and a half points. The line on that was 16 and a half, 17, somewhere in there. It was one of my plays. I thought Michigan would handle them at 16 and a half. I thought they'd win by about 20. And it was just back and forth, back and forth. It, it, it remained a uh, two-score game to a one-score all the way. Penn State handles uh, Central Michigan, no problem there. The team that gave Florida last week all the trouble, South Florida, got absolutely hammered by Louisville. Yep, they so, did. And then App State lost to James Madison, who is a first-year FBS team this ooh, year. Wow. So, well, looks good for Texas A&M. I love watching teams that beat them lose. Yep. It makes them more and more illegitimate, even though they did beat Arkansas. They did. They came back. Arkansas was out 14 to nothing. (coughs) And you know Pittman has to be a little disappointed there. That was a a big comeback. He's cold beer. (laughs) Uh, Also around the SEC, of course, uh, Alabama is Alabama, <laughs> fifty-five watch, to three. Did you watch any of that game? I did not. I didn't either. I, I, I again, I was traveling back. I watched. I, I will tell you, I, I stopped in the Atlanta area to watch the game. We were, we were being just bombarded like a sea of Gator fans. There was a sea of Oklahoma fans were coming in and already trying to take over like a massive sports bar yep. there in Atlanta. And Oklahoma, and Ohio State fans, I got to get this off my chest, but like Ohio State fans are some of the most obnoxious. They act like they're Alabama, yep. like with Alabama's success here of recent success, success. Stop it. They're just. They're so annoying. Yep. It was like they were trying to come in and, and take over. And I was like, if you think we're getting up to make room for you. Now, the Oklahoma fans, super cool. Yeah. In fact, let me say they this. They always I, are. My old I man's had, an Oklahoma I had, fan. So yeah. They're, I had they're cool. two Oklahoma fans uh, that were, I will say, you know, I'm 51. I would say uh, both of these gentlemen were one was probably 10 years older than me, retired age, I guess, around there. The other one was probably, you know, a little bit older than me. And they were both like, they were at the game game here, the Butch Jones chart game that we <laughs> decided to kick a field goal from the half-yard line. They said this, we've traveled all over the country. And, you know, they've seen some really nice stadiums in the Big 12. They've went out west. They said this stadium and the hospitality that they felt here very competitive, very fiery, but they said overall, just the overall experience, being in the town, the restaurants, the tailgating, they said Tennessee is, they had massive respect for us. And I, I thought that, you know, that shows a lot about our fans. Yeah, yeah every, means, every fan's got a bad It means the Apple. Twitter crew's illegitimate compared right. to the rest of the fan base. <laughs> exactly. And ESPN needs to quit running their mouths off about how bad fans we are. Yeah. Yeah, well, speaking of those uh, Oklahoma fans, uh, again, that was I, – I, I almost played K-State on a money line play, <laughs> but I told the guys on the uh, on the uh, yeah. winners and losers, 
Coach Lou loved uh, loved some Kansas State. Kansas <laughs> thirteen and a half points. I mean, it's just, I mean, the last two or three years, it's just been uh, close matchups, and they've won two of the last four uh, years. But Oklahoma, or excuse me, Ohio State rather, uh, Wisconsin's really down this year. Yeah, like, they're not really very good. down. Not very good at all. How about uh, what you call it? Um, did you watch any of the Oregon Washington State game where Washington State had it and yeah. just handed it to him? Yeah, and uh, Bo Bo pick six Knicks. Uh, yep. I think he had two in this game or something. Yep. Two big interceptions. And they still but he did. But he did run, uh, and that's what he's that's what he's good at running around making plays. He can look either really great. I mean, you want to talk about Jekyll Hyde quarterback? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. can he can one half he can look like a Heisman candidate yep. and make plays. Um, it just, yeah, unbelievable. And then, of course, the Hurricanes. Oh my goodness! Get beat wow, by Murfreesboro I, State. I think coming off that, they put everything into that A and M game last last week, yeah. and and really and truly, that that should have came down to like the last possession. They had they had so many chances against A and M. Drop they, they drop just balls, had no offense. and yeah, uh, I will say. And Southern Cal struggled at Oregon State, yeah, but they, listen, Orvalis is uh, Corvallis, whatever. It's Corvallis. it's a, it's not a easy place to to play. And well, they've got a new stadium too. Yeah, they just blew that uh, that other one up this summer and rebuilt yeah. a new one. So if we're looking at, and I want to I want to pick your brain on these, but if we're looking, uh, Baylor, of course, uh, they they win at Iowa State, yeah. tough matchup. But if you're looking, oh, and uh, Kentucky was. Um, I saw where Kentucky is. Uh, so any chance that we would uh, Northern Illinois? I mean, that's Kentucky is Kentucky. I honestly, Kentucky wins uh, 31-23. Kentucky came in ranked eighth. Yeah, they ought to drop. They ought to drop, and people are already like making Levis. Listen, I, I talked to Levis an, is I, a bum. I talked to an NFL scout now. This gentleman scouts defense, yeah, and has done a really, really good job uh, for uh, the franchise he's with. But he says, "Listen, that that guy, I do not see what people are seeing, and just talking to people, yeah. quarterback I, coaches I really around either. around, you know, at least within their organization, and talking to others. I, I don't get it, but it is what it is." Stoops has done a, a hell of a job and to get them there. Uh, we're going to be in the top ten with them now, so we're going to look at at the SEC alone. Georgia's, Georgia's likely going to stay number one. Alabama's going to be uh, where they where you expect mm, them. I don't know if they Al- will stay number one. They might not. After yesterday. They might not. I think with Bama handing or handling Vanderbilt the way they did, yeah. I think they jump back up to one. And in Georgia, having a tr- tough Very, game against Kent State, they'll drop to two. Yeah, very likely could. Uh, looking at it, though, Oklahoma, it'll be interesting to see if the if the pollsters uh, take them out of the top ten. They I were six they coming be. in. I think they'll, probably I think they'll try to keep them. They'll try to keep them close enough to where yeah. they can get in, uh, stay in, in hunt for the playoff. But, uh, you know, again, I, I just look at it. I mean, certainly the one, two, three should not change. Uh, it could position-wise, but those, those two, those three are still going to be top. Uh, top three, in my opinion, which would be Georgia, Alabama, certainly Ohio State. Um, but again, vault market number three and Storm and Norman's Ice Tea is fueling this vault recap. So, looking at it, would you think that 
did Hendon Hooker on national TV against a pretty good defense, not a not a great defense, not a Clemson type defense um, on paper, not a Georgia defense on paper, but a pretty good defense. Did the did he do enough to be like really realistically be put on the Heisman radar? Mm. I've heard some people say they think the – and I'd be I mean, curious was, to see what FanDuel and what some of the books have, have it at now. There were a couple places that had him in the top five so far, and that's just based on the three games that he's played already. I you go to LSU know, and he, play well yeah, and get you, a win, he might all of a sudden – Bama comes to town, you know that's going to be a 330. Yeah. You figure CBS yeah. 330. Well, if, yeah, if you beat LSU, game day will be in Knoxville again. Because oh, I I think so. Because How do you not? With Tennessee two teams will be in- top seventeen playing Alabama at home. It's going to have to be here. It'll be three thirty CBS game. If you go into Baton Rouge and you throw for about three hundred yards, two three touchdowns, I definitely think you're a legitimate candidate for the Heisman. So far, Bama will oh, be Bama will obviously be the hey, are you actually a Heisman candidate game? Yeah, oh, I, I, I think so. Uh, if you're looking at when you start looking at potential, and it's a lot to go down the road. I, you know, Tennessee certainly. If I had to guess, as we talked about in pre, pre-show meeting, Tennessee certainly gets in the top ten. I could see them maybe with that type of win and performance. Maybe, maybe they put them about eight. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think eight that. or nine's probably ideal. Ideally, where you're, you're probably I mean, seeing think, them land. I think you ought to flip. Not that it really matters in the grand scheme of things, but it's it's nice to be back in that conversation. I think you ought to flip flop Tennessee and Kentucky. Hey, quick question: if if it's not Hendon right now, and I agree, I think <clears throat> need a bigger sample size with him. But who so far four weeks in? Who do we think is the leader? Is Stroud. Stroud. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean they scored they scored seventy seven last week, and he. Had a ridiculous amount of yards, and then he did it again. And just smoked Wisconsin this past week. So yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll I'll I'll pull up again. I typically look at. I think they have the the toughest odds. When I say toughest, they um, certainly on futures and things like that. I, I like to lean on those those two uh, Fanduel. But if if we're looking at, uh, we'll pull that up and look at futures. The the whole thing with. Um, when you're looking at uh, when you're looking at coming into the season, Stroud was two, and Young was uh, Bryce Young was was one. But I, I agree uh, to Bob's point and and Aaron's. We we <sighs> Young had the play that could could have really been. I won't say it was a, a season saving, but that that play against Texas was. That, that those are the kind of plays that you're going to see all year long, and when he will be invited to the downtown athletic club, that'll be one of those plays that they constantly show, and it's it it is it's just one of those season saving type uh, plays. But I would say Hooker, I, I agree. I think he has to be kind of in that top five to six talk. Not just because I'm a you know I'm a I'm a vol sheep, but it's just being. I think legitimately being, so far he has a 
yeah. argument to be in the top five. Right, and 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 again, I mean, LSU is going to scheme. I, I'm, I'm telling you, they're going to their corners and their athletes on defense. They're going to try to lock up our receivers. They're going to make it tough on those screens. We're gonna, you know, we're not just going to be able to run it down their throats and and have these these right. break these plays. Brian Kelly is is really really good when he has time to fight you know to scheme, to scheme yeah. and study now he does have arc uh auburn should win that game certainly um you but think so you but would think I so mean, and and would there be a little bit of looking ahead now that tennessee's possible. getting it's that very, very you know possible. the buzz so uh but anyways we will grab our first break i want to say thanks uh again to vol market number three uh, Storm and Norman's Iced Tea, again, big thank you to uh, at Aaron Burkholz on Twitter and Bob Baskerville here with uh, picking me up last week. Also, Fleet Tire making it possible, paving the way, driving down to 30A, those Fleet Tires, great yeah. tires there, 111 East Woodland Avenue, all your tire needs. We'll tell you more about them on the other side. More Neutral Zone right after this. Life never stops moving. And between the 30-minute commutes, daycare pickups, weekly soccer practice, Tuesday night yoga, X number of coffee runs, and that weekend trip to grandma's, you're racking up the miles. What you need is a tire that can keep up. A tire designed for doers. A tire that's going to last. Like the exceptionally long-lasting Michelin Defender tire. With an 80,000-mile warranty and the safety and comfort you expect, you can forget all about the miles ahead and focus on getting to your destination or conquering your to-do list. Fleet Tire, I-275 exit 1B at East Woodland Avenue in Knoxville. That's Fleet Tire, I-275 exit 1B at East Woodland Avenue in Knoxville. Fleet Tire. TB here for Cedar Bluff Plumbing, a live and local company that's been serving our area for over 32 years and counting because every customer counts, and I mean, no job is too small. Cedar Bluff Plumbing just voted number one by City View Magazine because multiple plumbing experts are on call to serve all your plumbing needs. Chances are there'll be a plumber in your area when you call, and they won't send some salesman to your house. You're going to get a high-character, trustworthy, highly trained plumber who will serve you, not like some of these guys that look like they came off the set of America's Most Wanted. Cedar Bluff Plumbing is Basilio tested and approved and will go the extra mile for you because Chucky Mac is a servant of the people and my consigliere to the throne. Celebrating over 32 years of serving living volunteers. Cedar Bluff Plumbing. Call 588-4448. That's 588-4448. Cedar Bluff Plumbing. All right, let's get after it here. Welcome back, Neutral Zone here. And this segment brought to you by Fleet Tire, paving the way uh, for this segment. 111 East Woodland Avenue, all your tire needs. Uniroyal, Michelin, BF Goodrich, Bridgestone, 
they have uh, put some really good tires on uh, on my tire on my car, my kids' cars, and fantastic service. Great people. One Eleven East Woodland Avenue. That's Fleet Tire. So we were just looking uh, in the break. CBS came out with uh, their updated poll. Up to date this morning. Hot off the presses. Tennessee to eight. Alabama drops two to three, and Ohio Alabama State drops two to three. Yeah, Ohio State jumps to two. Wow. Michigan stays at four. Georgia one. Ohio State two. Alabama three. Michigan four. Five. Clemson. I didn't catch the six-ranked team, but seven moving up once. Oh, Kentucky went to six. No, there's seven. USC. Six, oh, USC. Okay. Six. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sold on USC yet, but I, I, I think they're they're still winning games, and that's that, a, again. That Caleb cool. Williams is gonna. And 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 you know what? I watched him when they put him in the Oklahoma Texas game last year. Yeah. He's gonna be hard to beat. Yeah. I think that kid's got it. Yeah. I think he's got it between the ears real yeah. good. He can yeah. sling it all over the field. He can. And I don't trust Lincoln Riley very much because I again. My old man's an Oklahoma and a Tennessee fan, so I've watched a lot of Oklahoma football. Link knows how to lose games. He does. He, he does. He really knows how to lose games, but Caleb Williams might be his savior. Well, you know, yeah. Oh, no, real quick, and, and I'll stop talking at that point. They moved Arkansas down eight spots from 10 to 18. Um, wow. And Florida goes only down a spot from 20 what? to 21. Yeah. Are this you is, insane? This is CBS. You know, uh, A&M goes up. Six spots to 17. The other one that I found, I always find interesting, North Carolina State is in their top 10 now at number 10. You know, oh, Dave Doran. Dave Doran. So, Jeez. Anyway. Wow. Well, checking in with uh, Jerry Clones this week uh, from the Cowboys, you know, he would yeah. disagree about Lincoln. Well, well, uh, you know, uh, we would – anything uh, would happen. Uh, you know, we would uh, – Certainly welcome uh, talks, discussions, you know, with uh, Lincoln. Uh, been a big fan, you know, of uh, him. But we're fine right now. I think we're real close to being a deep playoff team. No. <laughs> I love Jerry. <laughs> he's, he's an idiot, but I love it. I mean, he's <laughs> he's worse than Al Davis ever could have imagined he, to be. He really is. I mean, he Al really Davis, is. towards the end, was completely delusional. I know all about it. I oh, watched yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I grew up watching it. Yeah. But Jerry Jones is just beyond insane. Okay, so being a huge Raider fan, you've, you've been with them, Oakland, now Vegas – you, we got to do something like we got to put like a, a a real just bold ballsy like move you know so for your raiders to get back to a super bowl in your lifetime before you before you get my age and you start losing uh losing some hair now i've been blessed i've still got a head full of hair but would you rock the mark davis haircut if they make it to the Super Bowl, if they make it to the Super Bowl, yeah, I'll do it. I'll go. I'll go full bowl cut. Have just have his mom Clark, cut his hair with what a, are you, with a popcorn. Why? Bowl. Why? How can somebody know. like? Oh my goodness, that is so bad. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh well, okay. So I, I we were talking about this in the uh, in our break, 
And ESPN senior writer Heather, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right, uh, Denish, Denich. Um, okay, I'm going to go with Denich. Um, she comes up with her tiers for top 18 teams. So let, let's let's see if we agree and disagree here. I, this makes for some pretty good banner, I think. Um, so looking at it, Georgia, tier one, the clear front runners, Georgia, 4-0. You got You still yeah. got to have them there. Again, Obviously. underwhelming yesterday, but uncharacter, uncharacteristically, they just they turned the ball over like three times, and two of them were just one was a tip pass. So you kind of give them that a little bit of a pass. Georgia is still going to be they're going to be hard out for anybody to beat them. Yep, and they've got a ridiculously easy schedule the rest of the year too. They they do well, and and looking at them. Toughest test ahead, November 5th versus Us, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. This game has upset potential given how improved the balls have looked, further evidenced by the wins aired against Florida. Okay. So there's a little bit of there's, – there's nice right there. Go ahead. I think we have a better shot of beating Alabama this year than we do Georgia this year, truthfully. It, you know what? You may be right. You're, you're talking about a home game against Alabama yep. versus – between the I, hedges, yeah, I, I would say the one, the only thing that I would disagree, if I was really just peeling a few layers back and looking at both matchups again, it's just that they have that X factor in Bryce Young that could just yep. escape and make plays. But I mean, that's the way Stetson's looked all year. Yeah, I mean, Stetson's playing the best that I've ever seen him play. Oh, he I, was a bum for the most part until. Yeah. Till this year, I mean, last year he was all right. He did well. Well, late in, in the, the year he really came yeah. on, and I think they sort of took the training wheels off. They trusted him a little bit more. Yeah. So, but th- this year he's on a whole other level that I that none of us have seen out of him. No doubt, no doubt. Well, you know, again, just making that trip down there, November fifth. Fleet tire paving the way right there. Have a good set of tires. We've got it going right now with this uh, with this offense. And I, I, listen, if anything, if anything, you can come out of that game too feeling even more positive. Yes, our defense. We're not gonna we're not gonna shut really good offenses down. You just got to be opportunistic. You got to be able to turn the ball over. You know, when you go after the ball down there like our sa- our corner and safety did, yeah. one guy has to wrap up. The first guy misses, and that guy just walks in and breaks tackles like he's going uh, – it, it was just – that was bad. Well, and I'm tired. I'm so – And turn around corners and look at the ball. <laughs> unbelievably tired of linebackers going out in zone. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm get, over that. They're getting drilled, drilled across the middle lo- yeah. all game long, mm-hmm. and then you can't play man the whole game, especially with our corners. And but the safeties have got to be basically just spying whoever Warren uh, Burrell's covering. Yeah, truthfully, and of course he didn't play yesterday. But you're, you're, yeah, against the Georgia, their tight ends, yep, arguably the best tight end group in the country, <clears throat> and there's probably three legitimate. Pro tight ends on that oh, roster, yeah. that, uh, um, but but you're but you're talking about again back to these uh, these these different uh, tiers, uh, and again we're we're referencing uh, Heather Denich, Denich uh, ESPN senior writer, her article uh, which you can see on uh, ESPN.com college football playoff breaking down eighteen contenders in four tiers as we head into October. She's got Georgia again with. 
the toughest test ahead, November 5th, against Tennessee down in Athens. The Alabama, certainly right there. Toughest test ahead, November 12th at Ole Miss. So we may, you know, we'll, I mean, certainly Alabama, that, that'll be a tough one there. Could be. Ohio State, let's see, their toughest uh, test, she has them in that top tier. November 26th versus Michigan. So not until the end of the year. Uh, October 29th, um, they do play Penn State, at Penn State. You never know. It could be a whiteout. It'd be a night game. Penn State's pulled it before. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I think Ohio State. Then Michigan in the tier two. Here's where we start really finding some of this. As, as she alluded to, uh, undefeated Blue Bloods battling for number four. Michigan, she has right there. At, uh, certainly their, their big one is at Ohio State, November 26th. More than likely, they're going to be undefeated heading, heading to Columbus. I truthfully think they both will be. Yeah. Clemson, another blue blood. They play Not NC the same State team. Next week. They what? They play NC State next week. Yeah, and we'll we'll see. She has their toughest test ahead November 5th at Notre Dame. Now, what? Crazy things happen when they I know, go there. I know. The grass, Notre, they'll grow the grass. Uh, will, it'll be uh, 12 inches high. Notre Dame, again, is still completely illegitimate. I, I agree. I, and I agree with you. I, I do believe NC State, maybe that game that game must be in Clemson. I mean, it, it's at Clemson. But okay. I think NC State's a better team than Wake Forest was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Wake Forest had them. But don't they have so. to play at Florida State, too? I think Clemson, they have to, I believe yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I believe Florida I'm looking State's at that there. Florida, right Florida State's, I mean, they're not, they're not Florida back. State yeah, of they're old, not but, back, but, but they're they're pretty close. And you got to give uh, – Yeah, at Florida State two weeks after NC State. Yeah. So they play NC State at home, Boston College on the road, and then Florida State on the road. Okay, and then the last of the second tier, uh, fresh off of a 17-14 win in Corvallis, over Oregon State. Again, Oregon State has a really good defense for a Pac-12, I guess you could say. But uh, is Southern Cal. She's got Southern Cal right there. I can't disagree with that. Uh, again, I'm not ready to put them in that elite esh- upper echelon, but they're, they're like I said, you're 4-0. Toughest test ahead, October 15th at Utah. We're going to know a lot about Southern Cal. If Southern yeah. Cal wins that game, I'm just telling you right now, they'll find a way to put them in that playoff. They'll at least be in serious consideration. Yeah, for the money. Yep. So, here we go. Let's see if this is where she has Tennessee landing. Tier 3, undefeated, but we need to show more. Oklahoma State, 3-0. and They uh, they have a win over Arizona State. That's their best win. I don't really, well, I don't really know about Her- that. Herm just got yeah. walked off the field I, last I mean, week, so... Man, he didn't even make it to the tarmac. Nope. He, was just like, <laughs> he got end zoned. <laughs> yeah, he did. He got end zoned. Very good. Toughest test ahead for Oklahoma State. Oklahoma. At Oklahoma, November 19th. Yep. Bedlam oh, isn't nice. over yet. Um, so this, we'll, we'll see. Um, so looking at uh, the other teams in this group, Penn State 4-0. and Best win at Auburn. Yeah. Okay, still, it's, it's still pretty yeah. big to come to the SEC and win, regardless of the opponent, unless it's Vanderbilt or South Carolina. At Michigan, October 15th. So, a couple of weeks away, we're going to find out. It is improving, and I think uh, Clifford, the big red dog, Sean Clifford, is uh, is starting to play a little better. Yeah. 
You know, Mr. Potato Head can coach. <laughs> I mean, he can. He can absolutely. Yeah. Franklin is a. He's a hell of a yep. coach. He is. But I don't know. They 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 lost some offensive weapons last year. Um, Washington four and zero. Best win over Michigan State. They actually hammered Michigan State. Yeah, but Michigan they beat State them. got hammered. Yeah. Uh, last night at home against row row your boat, uh, Minnesota. Yep. So, uh, they're looking, Washington is looking at Oregon November 12th. So, we're going to know a lot about them and Southern Cal by the first, second week in, in November. Yeah. We're going to know, or either of those. And here she goes. In the three, and this, again, is the uh, ESPN article, the 18 teams that she would put in the Potential four tiers. Game. Tennessee yeah. is in tier number three. That's good. They're another one of those 4-0 teams. So, best win, obviously, yesterday. Uh, she says that was the kind of statement win that can mark the turning point in a program. And can the can the Vols build off of it? We'll see. Toughest test ahead, to your point, says November 5th at Georgia. Georgia. Yep. The Vols will have faced Alabama already in a crossover game and will need to beat Georgia to win the East. If they have two losses, the highlight of the season will remain the win over the Gators, obviously. You know what? I hope this team is not sitting here going, "Wow, look at Alabama!" Because that LSU game is winnable. Yeah, but it you've is. got to, you've got to. And again, what I say, I take away from that last night is still have some questions on defense. Maybe LSU isn't the team to exploit us so much. Alabama and Georgia will. Yeah, but the fact that we were without. Arguably the best receiver in in the in maybe in the country, con- in, in the conference. I mean, he he's got NFL body, hands, tough across the middle. But we did this without our best receiver, a difference making receiver. Yep. And some other guys stepped up. So I will say, if if now you all of a sudden have three bona fide weapons, because I still think there's more there with Jalen Hyatt. But he's got to be stronger with the ball. He's yeah. got to be stronger and and making plays. But I think now when, when you can consider putting Hyatt against their number three or in the slot, yeah, he's well, going to get a lot better matchups moving forward. I think Keaton's become yeah. a legit target. Great catch! Now. Is Good that, Lord. that that catch? Wow, that I was mean, unbelievable. He, he put his body on the line for that one for sure. So let's go just north of uh, up seventy five, and her other four and team, Kentucky. 31-23 over Northern Illinois. Best win, certainly, at Florida. I will say their win at Florida was, way to me, even though I think Tennessee will beat them, yeah. Kentucky, that was probably a better overall, certainly winning down yeah. there. But that was the yeah, way they sure. – the way they – I, I thought they dominated Florida's offense. I mean, yeah, I mean it, they they pushed them around. All they game. pushed they them had around. The line of scrimmage beat. Yeah, all they game. jammed their receivers. Yep. And again, I got I get so sick of us playing so far off. It drives me. Insane. It drives me. I mean, nuts. that's been my main gripe all year long. And I understand you don't have the guys right now, but at least give them a shot to make a play instead of just playing so far back and coming up and letting them get eight yards every play. Yeah, this I, I tell you what, their their toughest matchup again Kentucky's is November nineteenth. They host Georgia, Georgia so yeah. that's again uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna separate the you know the pretenders with the contenders. Well, and, I think I think and, they legitimately lose three games. That I well, I have three that I know that I 
I'm pretty. They got to go to Ole Miss too. That's so one. that's one. And a crossover th- game against Mississippi State. You never. I know. think they'll beat them, uh, but they, Will Rogers could. They swing they, it. I they mean, could, but I think the offensive and defensive line will yeah, be the difference there. I, 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 I would agree with that. NC State's the other four and team that she hmm. has right Tier there. Three. Yeah, I mean, really. Uh, yeah, they're at Clemson this weekend. I think Clemson beats them. Um, I do too, but I think it's going to be like three point game because that. Yeah, I mean, it could be that NC State Clemson game in the last three or four years has been close. It has. NC State, I think, won two of them. Yep, one or two of them. Uh, And they do have one. I will say a quality win that week one when they they held on and beat Texas Tech. I thought. Yeah. I thought. uh, Boring Doring just left points. On, he typically does on on the field that day. Although I and I will say too, their their quarterback who is highly touted made a bad throw, a bad read that he'd like to have back in that game. I was watching that game and um, there was a whole lot on that that early slate. But moving to the last tier, and we'll get your take on this before we get another break. Uh, one loss teams that could still make a run: Utah. Utah has that big matchup at Oregon and. They host Southern Cal. I, I was just say right now. I mean that at Florida first game. You know, dreadful heat for them to come down yeah. there and play. Didn't didn't have a book on. Didn't really have much to go off of with. Um, and Stoops got a lot off of that game, uh, game film wise. Yeah, which is why he was very. I thought they were very gen, uh, genius with the way they their corners played and made. They played really well, tough. And I mean, you know, Kyle Whittingham. First week teams oh. that he coaches, yeah, they always come out kind of flat, and then they pick it up the rest of the year. I, I, yeah, I would say, man, if okay, so if you could just put like Tennessee's offense and give us Baylor's defense, oh my lord, it would be <laughs> wishful yeah. thinking, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it is what it is. A and M is another one of those three and one. They're at Alabama. I don't think they're there. But if if it's somehow or another they get up still and, and look at the head coach. Mm-hmm. I mean he he got lucky one year with Jameis Winston. Yep. And that's it. He's he's maybe just a half tier above Butch Jones. Yeah. I don't think he's that much better. So yeah. So if I'm looking at it right now, I still think Georgia. I think Georgia gets to Alabama or gets to Atlanta. I do too. Could certainly be undefeated. Finish, I think we finished second though this year. I mean, it's very likely. Again, win at LSU. Yeah. And I really believe we are ten and two. Well, not only ten and two, but I think we're if we're relatively healthy for the most part. Yeah. I think we're in – I think we represent and we play Alabama, to your point. I think yeah. we play. And I'm not – listen, I'm not even – I'm not even saying – Can you just would, imagine the confidence in that locker room, 3.30 on a Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot can happen your, between now and then. I mean, Alabama could get – could lose us – you know, they could lose uh, a corner or uh, an injury here or there yeah. that just allows Tennessee to just catch – To exploit yeah. something because Hypo will find it. I mean, yeah, he will find will. it. Just as, just as Saban will come in here with the idea: look, we're going to do what Kentucky did against Florida, not because they don't feel like uh, Tennessee has a competent quarterback, because he can he can obviously find receivers. But I I think Hypel will have something 
for them in the sense that, you know, would something we've not seen or that Saban hasn't seen yet, will he use the tight ends a little more? And Alabama, I mean, certainly they've got arguably the probably the lock for the top defensive player in Anderson yep. to, to come off the board in, yep. in April's 23 draft. Mm-hmm. He's a difference maker. But, you know, Tennessee, I thought – just the way they they kind of handled the middle of the line because you know I, I don't, that that kid twenty one for for Florida uh, I, the thing that impressed me the most twenty one or fifty one no twenty one on def- Miller on the defensive line I oh, was twenty one yeah. yeah he uh, and I could be wrong I don't on that. know who twenty one it but Ventrell Miller was fifty one that cat that was injured all year and then came in and he he yeah. got that fumble well Bar me two number two on defense he yeah, had some plays but twenty one is the one that's literally so like six five and four hundred and fifteen pounds and I could be off on the numbers there but so. twenty one he. He looks like uh, a guy that, you know, NFL teams are probably just like salivating over just with his size and his uh, ability to, to move. Uh, but anyways, we are, uh, we're, we're real close uh, on a break. We'll probably get one more good segment in here. And you know what? We'll talk a little NFL too. There's a, uh, we, we kind of touched on it a little bit, a uh, big game for your Raiders. We'll talk on uh, touch on that. They, uh, they have uh, arrived in Nashville and, are uh, are looking to get off the Schneid. Uh, two yeah, oh and two teams. Watch a Raiders game this week. That's nice. <laughs> two, yeah. <laughs> too bad it has to be involved with the Titans. But. Hey, how's it going, Raider Aaron? Oh and two, two teams right there. Whoever loses that game, you can pretty much figure is uh, really, yeah, really no shot at making the play. I, I don't even know, I, you know, because the AFC South has just been it's just been Terrible. so yeah. bad. And well, a lot of I mean, that's because I felt like the Colts. But, I mean, who would have thought? You know, uh, I mean, grab some ice cream, too, uh, Doug Peterson, on your way out. <laughs> but, but, I mean, yeah. hats off to Jacksonville. That team has a bright future offensively. Yeah. I loved it when they went and signed Christian Kirk. I thought the amount of money was absurd. But he is a uh, – he's getting a ton of targets. I own I own a lot of shares of him in fantasy. So, uh, happy to happy to have him. Uh, but, but, again, when are the Colts going to wake up? offensively especially because they just don't seem right but we'll uh, we'll touch on that we'll dive into the NFL again huge matchups there a lot we'll talk about one more segment coming up again Fleet Tire 111 East Woodland Avenue making it possible here in this segment we'll be back with some more Neutral Zone right after this Life never stops moving. And between the 30-minute commutes, daycare pickups, weekly soccer practice, Tuesday night yoga, X number of coffee runs, and that weekend trip to grandma's, you're racking up the miles. What you need is a tire that can keep up. A tire designed for doers. A tire that's going to last. Like the exceptionally long-lasting Michelin Defender tire. With an 80,000-mile warranty and the safety and comfort you expect, you can forget all about the miles ahead and focus on getting your destination or conquering your to-do list. Fleet Tire, I-275 exit 1B at East Woodland Avenue in Knoxville. That's Fleet Tire, I-275 exit 1B at East Woodland Avenue in Knoxville. Fleet Tire. He 
CB here for Cedar Bluff Plumbing, a live and local company that's been serving our area for over 32 years and counting because every customer counts, and I mean, no job is too small. Cedar Bluff Plumbing just voted number one by City View Magazine because multiple plumbing experts are on call to serve all your plumbing needs. Chances are there'll be a plumber in your area when you call, and they won't send some salesman to your house. You're going to get a high-character, trustworthy, highly trained plumber who will serve you. Not like some of these guys that look like they came off the set of America's Most Wanted. Cedar Bluff Plumbing is Basilio tested and approved and will go the extra mile for you because Chucky Mac is a servant of the people and my consigliere to the throne. Celebrating over 32 years of serving living volunteers. Cedar Bluff Plumbing. Call 588-4448. That's 588-4448. Cedar Bluff Plumbing. All right, let's get it uh, right into the NFL right here. Neutral zone, final segment here. And again, big shout out to Vol Market number three, Cedar Bluff Plumbing, and Fleet Tire, making it possible here. I've got Aaron Burkholz in here, Bob Baskerville. Unbelievable action yesterday in college. Let's turn the page a little bit and let's go into some NFL. Some very, very interesting matchups. Uh, Kansas City. Unbeaten. I thought the Chargers had every chance to beat them. Yep. Kansas City does Kansas City uh, Kansas City things, and Andy Reid has them off two and zero. They go to Indianapolis against the O one and one. Yeah, you heard me. A tie in Week One against the Texans, and then a loss uh, last week. But uh, that's a that's a very interesting. Are you concerned, guys, about the Colts? Early on, I mean, teams I think are start is trying to stack the box a little bit more now. Last week they were without, and I, I, I said it. I, I think I think Michael Pittman Jr. is ready to to jump into that top ten, top seven status as a wide receiver. He looks like a legit number one stud, and he and he certainly week one he he had every opportunity. Um, they you know they they played really well. He was out last week, but he's back. Uh, get him in your lineup, certainly. Kansas City, though, certainly uh, looks like that would be the pick there. I would say so. Speaking as a Colts fan, um, it's pretty brutal. The city is, like, up in arms, first of all. Um, they're, like, they wa- they let Carson Wentz go, and mm-hmm. this is what they got out of Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. One interesting stat, though, and I heard this from none other than Brett Musburger, um, who was on, I think, Mad Dog. He was saying that this is a really deep cut, interesting point of view. When the Colts, in their last 34 games where they have been a dog by six or more points, they're 29 and five against the spread. Wow. Hey, look, I, I think this has, I think this has huge potential for a one possession win by a field goal, something late. I believe, uh, you know, just again, they're they're playing for their season right here. Yeah, and, and I don't even look at it from that standpoint because if you still look at that division, 
they could lose today and still come out and win that division. They really could. Just just look at the because Jacksonville is. I mean, Jacksonville is going to win. I said it before the season. I think their their win total was like four and a half or five yeah. or something Vegas. And I thought, man, they they have a chance to win five or six games. Yeah. Now that doesn't sound like a whole lot, but compared to where they were last year, and you know, losing kicker and the debacle of a coaching staff they had last year and everything else that went with it. But what they did on the defensive side of the ball, the, their first two picks on the defense side of the ball are, are balling out. ETN is is and and nobody expected James Robinson to be back and this soon and to be this productive. You knew Trevor Lawrence was was going to be legit on this level and could be one of the top quarterbacks in you know a couple years from now with the tutelage of a of a Doug Peterson certainly. But I think looking at it, yeah, it would be a huge win. I think if Indianapolis were to win this game today, I think they're they're at least back to where you know you're not throwing dirt on them. And again, somehow or another, if they're if they're o two and one after today, I, I still wouldn't count them out from winning this division because it is what it is. I mean, I, I don't think the Titans are going to win it. I, I, they have way too many issues there, and and looking at the Titans from from my standpoint, just looking at them from the outside and talking to uh, people, it looks like John Robinson, who's really good at, he's still not drafting. His first and second round draft picks have not been very good. He's not drafted cornerback help. Now, they do have uh, the kid from Virginia Tech who was a little bit of an injury question mark. But he's starting to get healthy, and he was he was always struggling with injuries. But go out in free agency, you know, you let AJ Brown go. I, I still it's the biggest mistake. I understand the, the butting of heads and behind the scenes, but you've got to. And he was a he's a you know he's kind of a prima donna. You know, he wants to be attention and all this, but you have to make that guy look at what he what he did. And I I I tried to get as many shares as I could of Jalen Hurts in fantasy. Because I knew he was going to run a lot, he was going to he was going to be very productive with those weapons there. Finally, getting Devontae well, Smith, Dallas Goddard is very underrated in the middle of the field. I mean, here's what keeps killing the Titans too: is they keep wasting on wasting money on guys that can't stay healthy. I mean, Lawan's out again for the rest of the season. Yeah, why, why waste money on him? It was ridiculous. It was, and I I can't stand the Titans. Let him spend money on stupid things, but. <laughs> I mean, use your brain there. He's use he's your never, head for something other than a hat rack. He's never been healthy, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I understand he's loved in Nashville. He is, That's and left fine. tackle, left tackle is a premium. But there's you're finding left tackles, yeah that that can that you can plug in and develop, and you're seeing guys as early as year one turn into bona fide legitimate left tackles and and I understand at one time you know he had he had a pro bowl season or two in there but I don't think he's been the same I don't no, think he's been the I, same I with either. the injuries I don't know why you paid him I understand if, if he's like a locker room guy but he's still kind of a basket case he gets penalties constantly um but moving ahead I think the Titans are are really in a world of hurt they could win the day it, I think it's a toss-up type game. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, looking at the slate, though, 1 o'clock, so we're going across Baltimore at New England. I think Baltimore bounces back, finds think, a I way there. Win, yeah. 
and, and wins the game. I'll say this, Lamar Jackson, you know, despite his contract and, you know, him not hiring an agent and all that, he would still be one of those guys that if you can go in and get him right now for league MVP, yeah. I, I would not be shocked if he's not in in the right there in the thick of it. He's starting again. I don't think he's a accurate, great in the pocket quarterback, but he's starting to develop some chemistry there with Dumerve and uh, certainly uh, Rashad Bateman. Yep. Obviously, Mark Andrews, one of the top tight ends in in the league, but he's. He's right there. He's probably like fourth or fifth in in uh, futures and odds for MVP. And certainly right now it looks like a runaway with uh, the guy in Buffalo. But uh, Josh Allen just looks, and that team looks phenomenal. Speaking of that, that is the game of the day by most uh, of the pundits is down in South Beach. Have you guys seen the videos circulating uh, like even on Twitter and just with the Bills Mafia, how they took over – the whole city no, of my, oh my it, goodness, it is insane. It does surprise do me. A, do a search on Twitter, Bill's Mafia in Miami. They literally, like, there's somebody that's driving through and they're showing you, like, a, about a 10, block, a 10 block area. Yeah, they're like, they're completely taken over. That's craziness. Uh, jumping off of uh, bar stools and, and uh, busting tables. And I mean, it's just crazy. I've seen them in Nashville, and they do take over. I will yeah. say the Eagles crowd was probably some of the craziest, but they were super nice when me and my son went down there and and saw that game. Buffalo, not so much. That they, they're Bills Mafia. They they show up in your city. They take over. Yep. Uh, kind of like Raider fan back in the day. You know, dress up in every week for oh, Raider be, fan is is uh, Halloween. It is. I mean, they're dressed. I mean, you up. know, you'll be seeing. Pirates down there Arr. in Nashville. Oh, yeah. People clad with the zebra stripe, silver, and black. It'll yep. be nice. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, one o'clock slate again. Kansas City and Indianapolis. I think that still has uh, huge ratings. I think Buffalo, Miami gets a lot of the attention. The, the other one that I'm very interested in is Detroit. One and one on the season. They're good, I, man. They're, they are really good. I'm I, shocked. Listen, I I, I loved uh, you, the the two guys on my radar. Uh, I didn't certainly see a, a dare I even mention him in the same breath as Cooper Cup, but uh, Ramon Saint Saint Brown having the year yeah. that he's having. I, I look. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. I think he scores a touchdown today. You can get him at plus odds. Jump on that. I think overs with Detroit uh, team, uh, totals are big. Here's the other thing. Minnesota in primetime is horrible. They yeah. just they just are. It, it, it starts with their quarterback, but not even that. Just the franchise itself. They do not play well in primetime games. And a lot of people are putting it all on Cousins. I don't think he's very good in primetime games for whatever reason. I think today he comes back with about – if I it, honestly, I think he throws – probably three touchdowns and and plays really well but I also think Detroit is going to be right there in that game. I think it's yeah. I think it's a high scoring game. Those are great one o'clock matchups. Houston at Chicago, I I really couldn't I couldn't watch that. I couldn't watch New Orleans and Carolina. Again, for fantasy purposes, yeah. How about the Bengals at the Jets? I think the Bengals get off the schneid today. I, I think they too. win a close game. Again, we talked about 0-2. Your Riders in uh, in Nashville for a date of uh, unbeaten teams. 
And then also, I'll tell you another game that's just kind of sneaky, uh, as Bob alluded to, Carson Wentz has some weapons there. Now, he doesn't have the running game that he had last year, but uh, my, oh, my, Curtis Samuel, uh, Scary Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Uh, they've got some weapons there. And then the, the the rookie wide receiver's name escapes me right now for Washington, but they are uh, they're right there. And, and, you know, the rookie running back, uh, Brian Robinson, uh, who had the was unfortunate, uh, was a recipient of a, a gunshot and carjacking or whatever. He He's about two or three weeks away, and he's going to give them a, a little boost in the run game too. Um, but anyways, Philadelphia 2-0. and I think Philly wins that game. I think it's another high-scoring game right there. Both teams could could certainly get into uh, upper 20s, even maybe uh, Philadelphia gets into the 30s. Four o'clock slate, Jacksonville at the Chargers. Uh, i tell you what, if you weren't um, impressed – with the uh, the skill set and uh, just everything, football acumen, uh, grit, and toughness of Justin Herbert, you had to be after that game of the night playing <laughs> yeah. with that uh, torn cartilage separated beast, from his man. ribs. Yeah, he's just a he's a freak. He's a big old big old boy that's that's athletic, can see the field. Uh, that again, they they very likely could be two and zero, but they're one and one. They play Jacksonville. They host Jacksonville. That's about a, a seven-point uh, favorite for uh, for uh, the Chargers. I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville plays them within that number. I agree. And, and right there, for another big game, Green Bay. I don't know who Aaron Rodgers is going to throw it to other than Aaron Jones, and maybe Alan Lazard will, um, will, will finally play. But Tampa he'll, Bay. He'll toss it out to Randall Cobb out of, out of at, the backfield all game long. And Tampa Bay looks like arguably – Right now, it's early. It's two games, but they look like they have the number one defensive unit in in uh, in the league right now. That's a big game, Fox. I, I imagine that's going to be the the big signature game there with Tony and and Jim. Uh, Green Bay at Tampa Bay. So then you've got uh, the Rams, who have traditionally struggled against Arizona, but the Rams are about a three point favorite. They're a four twenty five kick. I think they find a way to beat Arizona. Meanwhile. Oh, Arizona, what Falcon, the Falcons and Seahawks? Falcons and Seahawks no. is one of my plays that I like. I like the game to go over the forty-one and a half points. Yeah. I think they'll score points there. I think, I think at least this is the week that Kyle Pitts finally gets on track a little I bit. Hope so we'll see. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm fighting between him and Ertz for a start today. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ertz is going to be throwing from behind some. So I think, yeah. uh, I think that's you know, at least until Pitts can. Can uh, the staff there find ways to get him the ball? And again, yeah. it's it is Mariota. If if Matt Ryan's still there, you know he's probably getting more targets. Yeah. Uh, but some of that too could be Drake London. Drake London looks like the real deal as a number one wide receiver yeah. for the Falcons. So a lot of good young talent there for Atlanta on that side of the ball. But defense still leaves a lot uh, to be desired. And of course Monday night, I like the two Monday night games. Who doesn't? Yeah. Take cool. one of these games off of the. You know, I know that the NFL the after certain Thursday. after I think it's week five or six they can start flexing. Yeah. Um. But I but I look at that. San Francisco's probably you know Jimmy G is getting huge bonus money for each game that he wins, each game that he plays. So I, I look. I, Denver does not look right yet. I don't know if it's Russell Wilson and the body. He's taking a lot of hits. I I don't know. He he still looks like he's making throws. 
they just don't look like they're on the same page. I agree. And and I, I understand Hackett, it's first year coach, but it's early. But geez, Louise, they just did not look good in that that first loss I mean, to that's Seattle. How I feel, that's how I feel about McDaniel's right now. I yeah, mean, you had him for a while. You know how he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just hard to watch a little bit. But well, he did. I mean, he, you got you got to give him at least some credit. He won a playoff I, game against the Steelers. Thank you, Lambert, for uh, with Tim Tebow. Tebow yeah. But again, let's you know. Yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm not gonna sit and harp on the Raiders all all day long, but. Derek Carr's suffering from the same thing that Aaron Rodgers is. He has except no Aaron Rodgers. Line. Yeah, yeah, except Aaron Rodgers actually is, you know. Well, Aaron Rodgers is, is Aaron Rodgers. Is, yeah, he's he's so, arguably. I, and, look, I don't think enough people really look at it. They look at playoff, you know, success, and he's yeah. had some some good success. He's he's Peyton Manning. Yeah, again, he has the arm, just the arm talent, the. Even some of these throws that he's put out there for those young kids, he puts it on the money. On the time. money, off he can be off balance. He can be yep. scrambling. There may not be. I, I will say just that arm talent and the throws that he can make. And I know a lot of people will put Mahomes in there. Mahomes is is legit, but I still say he's one of the two or three best arm talents that I've ever seen. Now that doesn't always mean, you know. When you start looking at guys that have done it, and you know he should have beaten two years ago, he should have beaten Brady when uh, yep. Brady throws two picks in the second half, and well, and they Brady, and they don't Brady win. got the benefit of the officiating. In well, that and game. he did, and he had arguably the best defense in in that postseason yeah. run. They were just balling out. But uh, we do have a few minutes left here, so just looking at it, um, I did kind of I was kind of looking at some some plays. Like I told you. Earlier, I just throw some here. If Aaron, if you've got any plays that you like today, I will say on the NFL, I love from a standpoint of well, let's see here. Let's go. I'm gonna go to my plays here. I really, really like I like Diggs. If you're looking at some anytime touchdowns, again, I think Ramon St. Brown, I think he's, I think he's. Bound to score another touchdown, barring an injury. I think another big game for him. I love Diggs. I think that game is a is a, an absolute shootout with Miami. I think they'll they'll both score some points. I like Philadelphia. I think that game has a chance to be close, but I think Philadelphia uh, on a money line you could parlay them certainly. I like uh, some first-half lines. Uh, I was looking at that earlier. Philadelphia has come out and balled out in the first half. I think that'll be one of those games where Carson Wentz is playing catch-up. Yeah. Um, I think Carson Wentz will keep them competitive, but I think Philly wins the game. I think a lot of points there, a lot of yards for both teams. I think first half, Philly, I believe you can get it at a minus two-and-a-half, minus three-and-a-half, somewhere in there. Depending on when you got it, earlier in the week I did see a first half line of minus two and a half. It looks like it's three and a half now. I I would still play that. Yeah. I like that. And Buffalo, Buffalo first quarter points over under. They're setting it like it, both games have been six and a half. To me, that's easy money. Yeah. I think Buffalo uh, this week I'll look at it, but I would imagine it's probably seven and a half. They're doing enough there just to say, hey, do they score a touchdown and that be it? 
I would still probably, I don't know, seven and a half is tough. Cause I don't you know. Can, I'd you, play four. I, I mean, I think they'll score twice. Oh, I yeah, they they very well very well could again the close games again I think Kansas City wins but the Colts cover yeah I think it's like six six point six and a half something like that I think the Cincinnati finds a way to win yeah. but I don't know that they cover the six points so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of good matchups in there again I think again if you're looking for some anytime uh, if you're looking for some sleeper type plays. I think Drake London is another one. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Drake London, the wide receiver, you can get him over 51 and a half yeah. yards. And I also think, uh, again, uh, the uh, Armand St. Brown to score a touchdown. Yeah. Is this the week two? Dalvin Cook could get into the end zone. A lot of points in that uh, Lions game. We, uh, we're going to wrap it up here, put a bow on it, though. We really appreciate the sponsors, Vault Market Number 3, Cedar Bluff Plumbing, and Fleet Tire, 111 East Woodland Avenue. All your tire needs. Big shout-out to Bob Baskerville helping us out, and Aaron Burkholz. You can check him out on Twitter, at Aaron Burkholz. You can see me, at Game of Clones, on Twitter. And we'll be breaking it down. No UT game next week to talk about. Well, there will be a lot of SEC and some NFL recap, but we'll be getting you ready for the trip down to the Bayou, and we will be looking forward to it. Come on back next week. We'll be right here, and we appreciate all the sponsors again. We'll catch you guys next week.